Welcome to Give Me the Tip Podcast. Amanda and Nira here, and it's podcast time. Proclaimed by the Upper Kirby community as number one podcast to listen to while sipping martinis. Southside, Edo, Fifth Ward, Hillcroft voted best interracial podcast. Critically acclaimed best podcast on a green couch. River Oaks District names them queens on stripping down life. Galleria Herald, number one show discussing life while drinking vodka. Loving life, stripping layers, giving the tip. Welcome to the house of Amanda and Nira. Entrepreneurs, philanthropists, mothers, and fuckers. Mm, just take the tip. Just take the tip. Good morning. Good morning, sunshine. How are you on this miserably cold day? It's at least there's sun outside. Still freaking freezing. Yesterday was horrible and rainy and gross. I'm wearing pants in the house. I put my Christmas tree up. Oh, you did? I did. <laughs> well, And I you did it before it. Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, we're going to be out of town. So I was like, mm, 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 mm. And you did it by yourself? I did. Wow. It was very heavy. And I put the wrong parts. It comes, it's like four yeah. parts. And I put the wrong on the bottom and then I had to redo it. Like it was a mess. But I, ha- I haven't fluffed it yet. Oh, that's the part that I you hate. hate. Fluffing. I had snow all over me, all over the house. I vacuumed like three times. <laughs> I'm still everywhere, and I haven't even fluffed the damn tree yet. Anyways, but yes. So the cold weather is not for me. Yes, it's fine. You just gotta. I'm certain. If it's sunshine, I'm okay. No. Yes. Still not okay. When you look outside, it looks pretty. I mean, it's like 40s. I know it is very cold. It's fucking cold. It's like high of like 52. That's, That's nobody should go home. No, nobody should leave their house. (laughs) Everybody needs to stay home. And then you can't hang out with those jealous bitches that are mean to you. (laughs) We don't hang out with them. We just put up with them knowing how they are. Well, well, sometimes you have to learn that. I don't always know how they are. So we're going to talk a little bit about how, um, dangerous or negative it can be to surround yourself with jealous people. And in your eyes, you see them as your friends or, you know, a lot can do with family too. There can be a lot of people like that in your own family, but they see it as your competition. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that a lot more in my, in my extended family. Um, And you never think that way about your own family because you're like, it's your family. Mm-hmm. You, your cousins or your siblings or uh, or your aunts or uncles, like you just don't think that way. That's also not your nature. Right. But then when certain things happen, you're like, no, there's no way. No, no, no. That's not, that's, no, it just can't be. It, it can't be true. Time it takes a long time to see those long red flags time. and yeah. to finally accept that this is the way that they are. Right. And But at the same time, you can't even confront that situation because they all come back and you'd be like, what are you talking about? Make you feel like a crazy person. Yeah. Gaslighting. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but what are some situations in your life that that's happened? Um, it's happened a lot with my dad's sister's uh, kids, my first cousins. Growing up, always thought like we were really close and um, like always talked. And then later found out that it, it was a complete opposite. And in, in her mind, in his mind, brother and sister, in both their minds, it was a, their view of me was completely opposite, or their 
goal with befriending me or becoming like my really close family and cousins, right? Mm-hmm. Sisters, siblings was completely false. And that, that happened from childhood to high school. That's how long it took. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't even notice it. I mean, I had, you know, a best, a childhood best friend that, you know, ended up throwing me under the bus, you know, in high school. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Why would you ever do that? And she, you know, portrayed it as, oh, it was for your own good. No, if it was for my own good, you would have done it before the, the act. You Correct. Know, was done, yeah. Not you would sit down and talk to me about it and not do something behind my back. Yeah. And, and then, but then I, you know, several years later, I brought her back into my life. Mm-hmm. And now she's you know, my we, we son's believe stepmother. That... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I interrupt so that? Weird. Can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> now she's her son's stepmother. Yeah, it's just weird. But after, you know, after the, you know, the, 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 the sting, <laughs> the hurt. The second sting that, you know, literally felt like I was divorcing a friend. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Or losing a sister is what it felt yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Um, sh- I've shit that, you know, I would just never do to do to somebody that. I wouldn't would even be behave that way at someone I didn't like. No, yeah, it's crazy. There's a chopper coming in. I would never behave that way for someone I didn't like. I, I just would not be able to do that. So I don't understand how people do that to someone that they're supposed to respect and love and is part of your family or part of your it can be your friend who's part of your family. Like you're part of my family. I just would not ever fathom that. That happened to me also with one, my best, best friend from middle school, no freshman in high school, all the way through college, best friend. We were like joined at the hip. Mm-hmm. And one day overnight, she just stopped talking to me. And it was, and I couldn't figure out what happened. Like, yeah, we, what I mean, did I do? What like, did I what? do? Exactly. Yeah. Like what happened? Like if you, don't want to be friends with me. Just tell me what I did. Nothing. I was dating Armand's dad at that time. And we happened to be in downtown. And I found out that she was in the same lounge or bar as me. So I was like looking for her. Mm-hmm. And she exited out the back door. And started running down the streets of downtown. Like away from me. And I was like, what, what the in fuck? the living fuck? So her other good friend, she wouldn't tell me. I'm like, someone's got to fucking tell me something. Yeah. <laughs> Long story short, found out that she no longer wanted to be my friend because we were both at the same time and we were single. Like, uh-huh. Through high school, she was always with somebody. I was never. Okay. And then in college, <clears throat> there was a time when she wasn't with somebody and I was. And then there was a time when we were both done that we were both not with anybody. Uh-huh. And she wasn't having it. Because she looked at you as competition mm-hmm. when she's looking for guys. Right. A couple of guys that she brought around, and she'll just be like, "I'm gonna bring him over to your." I was already, I was already out of the house, like I was already on my own. Yeah, and she'd always be over. We'd always be like, just like how we're doing it, right? Always mm-hmm. be over, and then she would be, "Okay, I'm gonna go on my date. I'm gonna, we're gonna stop by first of your place, have some drinks, and then I'm gonna." I was like, "Okay," and then he'd end up being like, "Interested in you, right?" And she just couldn't handle that. Yeah, I'd be interested in you too. <laughs> I have no idea who she is. Clarify. And until this day, I've just I've let it go. But then she had um, years later, she had a kid, and I asked her mutual our mutual friend, like, "Can you give me your address?" Because I I no matter what, I still felt like I needed to acknowledge it, right? Mm-hmm. So I sent a nice gift, and I said, "You know, I'm really excited for you. Happy." She didn't invite me to her wedding. Yeah. Nothing. Well, I invited her to mine. She was like, didn't even respond. 
during her wedding, were you married? Um, no. Well, see, sorry, you can't come. No. You're single. <laughs> no, I was with somebody, like, though. The husband will come off with you. Oh, and that was awful who she ended up marrying. It was bad. But I was like, well, you're <laughs> that desperate. Go for it. Yeah, it was just really weird. <laughs> but then she had, uh, she didn't acknowledge that. And then when she had a kid, I, mean, I sent that gift. But when I had a kid, she didn't acknowledge that. But she sent me a letter because she was was already in remission, but she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. She's fine now. She's 100% fine now. But she was writing a, what we would, what one would, what she would call an apology letter, but was not in an apology letter. Mm. And I know I still have it somewhere. I don't know where it is, but I was like, that's what made me feel like, are you fucking kidding me? And that's when I was like, that's when I officially was like, I'm done. But it took something like that yeah. to get you to that point. Yeah. Cause even, I bet you, even though she was being this way, you missed her. Of course. You I literally her. had like nightmares over it. Like dream, yeah. like it could not get out of my head because I didn't don't understand why. Like, was it like, why? Yeah. Yeah. And there was nothing you could do to fix it. Nothing. Even though I tried, she didn't, she wouldn't even give you the opportunity. Yeah. Wouldn't even acknowledge my, my gestures. Yeah. But the truth is there was nothing you could do to fix it because that's her. That she just became in that space and that's yeah. fine. And it, but it was, it was bad. It does suck. It really hurts to go through that when, especially when you're with somebody that you feel is like your sister. Yeah. And we were there for each other for every, from the lows and the highs and everything, you know? And yeah. I was like, why, why? I just couldn't understand. Some people just get stuck in that space and that yeah. headspace and that insecurity. And look, it can change if you're, somebody's really trying to change and they can change. I do believe. Yeah. I don't, I still don't but, believe that she it still was like, she's not that person. She's not that person. Yeah, You want to believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Been there. I've had a couple very close girlfriends that that's happened with and it sucks, but there at some point you just have to accept, okay, this is who they are. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for me because I'm kind of like an all or nothing kind of person. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to even have a, a relationship with somebody who I've gone through something like this with, um, because I immediately go one of two ways. I either work on a, a go put down all my walls and just jump back in, which is what I did with my husband's stepmother. Um, or I put up too many walls and it's just super surface and I can't, I just can't do it because mm -hmm. I'm not that person. And as we're getting older and we're experiencing more things in life and dealing with different type of people, it's becoming more evident that just don't want that in your life anymore. Not yeah. going to put up with, not going to be patient with it anymore. Not going to allow it in your circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then we're going to end up like cat ladies or something. Okay. First of all, no. Like a tiger cat. Exactly. More like white tigers. <laughs> yes, I know. I wanted white tigers when I was in high school. And That's I wanted a prettiest. glass ceiling and have them walk all over the glass ceiling. All righty then. <laughs> <laughs> I will find a way to make that happen for you. Even if it's for a moment. <laughs> okay. Well, you could do it like at a restaurant. You could make a restaurant with a glass ceiling and white tigers. Did you imagine the liability on that and the no. insurance on that? Well, find zoo people to take care of them. <laughs> zoo people to take Fine. care of them. What is that? It's a pile of shit above your head. <laughs> Maybe this is better in theory. <laughs> For sure. Like, <laughs> like on a movie set. <laughs> So coming, I mean, talking about um, that kind of stuff takes us to 
another part of this conversation in terms of um, when somebody who is in your life just, 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 sorry, just tries to destroy your character, whether it's your character, your financial status, or any of the other relationships you have in your life. Um, there's a saying that I just was gravitated to, and it's saying, a snake only sheds its skin to become a bigger snake. What do you yeah, think about that? Hard, I, it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, had a, you know, Stan had a business relationship that was a close friendship mm-hmm. that ended up going sour, and both of them just stayed in it way too long when it was the writing was on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then fucking like hired a private eye to mm-hmm. try to dig up dirt on Stan and, and go and talk all kinds of shit to our mutual friends. Yeah, that was awful. To our, the business uh, relationships, all that shit. And it was horrible. So he showed a side of, he already had somewhat of that kind of character, but he showed it to a point where he can take it that far. Like what the so fuck? That, that's a snake. Yeah. And, but it's, <laughs> Now, the relationship has never been the same, obviously, ever since, but there's remorse and there's, uh, you know, asking for forgiveness right. after several years. There's um, trying to show that you're trying to be a different person or a better to, yeah, person. Trying to reach out, trying to, you know, you know, you know, whatever. But once you go through that, something yeah. that extreme. It's like a certain line's been crossed. Never, yeah. I mean, look, I've even done it in my marriage where something that I portrayed as very extreme that I put up those walls mm. and I don't even know how to get back. It takes me a long time and a right. lot of therapy to get back mm-hmm. to that vulnerable state again. But well, they say those, how long it took you to get to that point takes twice as long to get out of it because that kind of hurt and pain yeah. doesn't go away. It's a constant reminder mm-hmm. when you're around that person or you speak to that person as much as you're like hugs and kisses, mm-hmm. it's still lingering in the back of your head. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I've said before when somebody has hurt you and you keep, even if it's like social media and things, you keep seeing it. Sometimes I have to like hide their profile. Mm-hmm. So I don't see it all the time because it's igniting hurt mm-hmm. and anger and bitterness. Um, you know, each time I see something and you can only shove it down so much, which you're not supposed to do, right? That we're you're not supposed to do, not. but when you do shove it down too much, it's going to come out in another way. Correct. It's going to come out in a negative way towards something else. Mm-hmm. And it's usually those closest to you. Right. That you hurt the most whenever you're going through something internally because you're not dealing with it. Right. You're not being you're ignoring it. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, snake. Be- I don't really like to look at people as okay you it's a I, strong word calling someone a, being a snake yeah but they're I, I, they are out they, they're out there they're absolutely out there but i i don't know maybe you could remind me of somebody but i don't really see anybody that's in our even our extended circles that i would look at and say that person's really like evil i do i'm gonna put my black eye thing on you you're looking on mascara. I mean, eyeliner on right now. Evil eye. Evil eye. What is it? Tell tell them what that is. Nazar. In our in our culture, we call it nazar. Um, the people are recognizing the evil eye was taken away. <clears throat> the negativity or like negative spirits or negative vibes around you, mm-hmm. you you wear it right. So for us, it's called nazar. And if you're like back back in the old days. Um, you wear eyeliner if you see like a cute baby or a young girl or, you know, even a woman that's getting married, you, you look beautiful. You take it off your eye and you put a little dot on the back of your neck 
that's like the evil eye. Like it's, it's warding away anyone that's looking at you, looking at you with evil thoughts or swarming your, or, or some kind of spirit around you with evil thoughts. Yeah. So Nara's going through some crazy shit a few months back. So I kept putting eyeliner on her. <laughs> I was like, come here, bitch. Come here. Let me smear some shit back there. <laughs> anyways but I don't really see any like I don't know if it's because I disengage from those types of people like there's plenty of times where Stan will have new business relationships or whatnot and he'll want me to go to dinner with them well I don't know that there's actually been a time where I haven't pretty quickly judged judged. not judged but the perception of them right of somebody I'm like Like first uh, I don't first impression yeah as if there's something, there's something, something not right. Yeah. And so, Stan kind of like worked. just jumps in. <laughs> yeah. He'll kind of go, he'll take it a lot longer. And I just say, look, I love you. And I know you're trying to help them and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. But I just don't think this person is, there's something not right there. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. We, we do keep our, our, uh, you know, real s- circle of friends and whatnot tight. Super tight. Yeah. But I I don't know. I just feel like maybe mm-hmm. I just don't associate with it. Maybe I pick it up early and I don't want to be around. Don't associate. Or maybe it with, it's with the them. fact that you've been around so many people. We've been around so many deals. We've been around so many moments that are showing us. Cause there's been plenty of times where I didn't listen to my gut and I should have. Yeah. But you keep thinking, I'm like, that's not fair. Don't be like that. Right. Everybody's different. Right. Yeah. They're just you've coming off a different way. Balance right. Of being protective of, uh, and being able to read people. Right. And also, like I was kidding about the cat lady thing, but not having the patience anymore yeah. to where you you kind of just shut people off real quick. Yeah. We got to be careful of that. I, and I do think it's an age thing. I think it's, it's as you, it is. you know, 40s and Lord knows what we're going to look like, you know, in 80. But I won't be around. I told you we're going to be like cat ladies. <laughs> Anyways. So we got to be careful with that because there's times where, okay, I don't have time for this shit. Like, bye. Mm-hmm. And I do that a lot more than you do that. Yes, correct. Um, just because you cut off faster than, I, yeah. I, as far as like, just, I, I'm not going to entertain this right. anymore kind of thing. Not in, in an ugly way, but I just, I'm just already feel too busy in mm-hmm. life to entertain bullshit. What did we talk about using that word busy? No, you're telling me. <laughs> the whole world is busy, but we don't say we're busy. We just say, I just can't um, commit to that. Or I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take a pass on that. We don't say, I'm busy, so I can't. I don't say that word. <laughs> Do I say that word? All, all the say, time. Oh, man, see, you have to point these things out to me. See, you're talking about blind spots. No, but we talked about it, and you're like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, let's say it a different way. Maybe we're drinking. Maybe. Strong chance we were drinking. <laughs> yeah, Actually, we so were thirsty. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah, you don't even realize you say certain words a lot. So now I'm I'm. I guess because of me, I would be like, okay, rude. <laughs> so I was like, I'm busy. I can't do it. Otherwise, if they said like, hey, I would love to, but it's just going to be too tough for me at this time. Yeah. But thank you so much for thinking about me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll take that more. So I'm like, okay. And he's like, busy. I'm like, fuck you. I'm busy too. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> I like that a lot. It's funny. <laughs> and I know you, and I know because it does, when, whenever you have your foot, your plate is completely full, it does like even a one little thing will, you'll be like, no, like you, you don't mean to do that, yeah. obviously, because you're definitely not like that. <laughs> well, I but, think, I feel like I'm saying that more to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think 
Not to like other people. No. Well, maybe. No, no. Yeah, other people. If we're all together. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like drinking <laughs> and planning things, that sometimes will come out. Yeah. Because we made a pact like, I don't know, three years ago that we will not make plans while drinking. Correct. And yet, who's made the last three plans while drinking? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> who's made? And I'm like, what? So you can? <laughs> I even said to you on Saturday, I said, I mean, Friday, I said, should we do this tomorrow? Or is that the alcohol talking? I'm like, duh, like, it duh, is the alcohol. And we've already committed. We're doing it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're doing it. Okay. But it was fun. No, it was great. It was a good time. That's my ass hanging out, but otherwise it was fine. Oh my God. That was the fucking what well, we know you were crying with tears and I was like, stop uh, laughing I know, at me. You got offended. I'm like, stop being a little bitch. It's fucking funny. Okay. So. We are not sharing this story we, and nobody is ever going to see that picture. The story, but okay. I'm not going to post the picture. I will oh, compromise. thanks. <laughs> okay. Can I You're the best. Okay. So it is the best. It is not the best. It is. It was so funny. You're such a brat. Okay. And you were supposed to be on ass duty. Okay. Well, you were not facing me. <laughs> if I would have had Jennifer's point of view. Oh my God. I would have been like, fucking Pinkerton. It's so funny. So we were at um, this little speakeasy spot. We went to for a girlfriend's birthday. Nira is wearing this orange um, outfit. It's like a it's a blazer jacket and then some shorts that kind of they're shorter on the sides and longer in the middle. Anyways, and they're super cute. You can't see her ass or anything when she's walking around. <laughs> However, I'm sitting on a bench. She's sitting across from me on this little ottoman type thing, and. <laughs> With no back. With no back. It's First like an automatic. bad move. Yeah. And then across from behind her, across the room, is a girlfriend of ours with some other people. And she ends up taking a picture of the back of Nira and sending it over to her. <laughs> and it literally looks like, you know, when you go to... Like, I'm wearing a thong! Like, Cabo... <laughs> And they have these chairs that are painted at the bar and it looks like you sit in it. So it, they're painted in like bikini bottoms or something. Oh, yeah. And you sit in it. Yeah, it looks like it's your it butt. Like it's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what that looked like. It looked like you were sitting in one of those chairs because she looked like she had a blazer on and then a bikini bottom. God, that's terrible. It was fucking hilarious. It was not. We even sent it to a, a, a girlfriend of ours. And then Nira started after we were laughing so much. Who did you send it to? She, a writer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she wasn't there. <laughs> and then she was like, um, you were on that <laughs> text. I didn't respond. I know. Because you were angry spice. <laughs> and then she was like, then you got offended thinking that she was poking fun at you. And I was like, dude, if she was poking fun at you, she wouldn't have sent you the picture. She would have just kept it for herself. Like, no, weirdo. And then and then she got mad at us. And she was like, <laughs> Joseph, you should never laugh. <laughs> it was the best. So if you listen to this podcast, just remind me of it when we're out. And you might, I might show you a little bit. Oh, and motherfucking G, how? Listen, that's what they get. They get bonus material for listening to the podcast. <laughs> and then they come to me and they say, hey, where's that pic? And I said, you're in luck. <laughs> <laughs> no it's the beast no it's not it's it was so funny when I mean, your ass looked fucking good so i'm literally like shut the fuck up no you were so mad yeah you're crazy i'm like girl i can't even with you right now literally if that was me oh my god die die and it was tan uh, that was me and i was dying no if 
No, what I would look like. And that oh, <laughs> shut your face. I literally just spit all over the mic. <laughs> I don't Gross. think anybody wants to hear this anymore. Oh, this conversation. Best. Okay, fine. We'll wrap it up. <laughs> Not talking about condoms. Don't be a fucking snake. <laughs> yeah. That's my tip for the day. Snakes only get, sh- they shed. They're, when they shed their meanness, that core ugliness comes back. Just be careful. There. And be aware and be nice. First off, if you're that kind of person, you're gonna have a miserable fucking life. Do you, you? have no close you, relationships? Yeah, because you don't have some, real but, genuine relationships. But some people's priorities are not relationships. They're build some people's priorities are building relationships so you can step on those relationships to get to where you need to be. There's a lot of people out there like that. Okay, yeah. So and then they all say, Oh, once you get to, it's lonely at the top. Well, no shit, because you just fucked everybody on the bottom. Right. So then you're miserable. But the goal was to be at a certain point financially. So they stand a couple of years. There, there's consequences to everything that you do, whether it's positive or negative. Absolutely. And I told Stan, what was it? Five months ago or something. I was like, you're going to end up a rich, miserable bastard. Yeah. We keep going down this road. And he's made a lot of changes, but even it, it's personal. You're going to end up this way. You, if you keep going down this road and, mm-hmm. and acting the way that you're acting and treating people the way you're treating them, you're going to end up a miserable. Right. And if you're not seeing the signs, cause there's always signs Yes. and you're ignoring them, you want to continue, then it's on you. Yeah. Yeah. So fix your shit. That's just not, we're not, I'm going to t-shirts say fix your shit. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah. We have a lot of these. We have lots sayings. of t-shirts. Sayings. I'm just going to make them. So fucking get on it. What the fuck? On it. On it. Whatever. And your makeup line and your jewelry line. Nope. nope. And your suit line. Nope. Why? Oh, maybe suit line. Why are you saying no? Not the makeup line. No. That's okay. not for me. Well, that's, that's not for me. I'm just a collector. <laughs> and an artist. <laughs> okay. Well, fine. Do the others. Let's go. I ain't got all fucking day. I'm getting old here. I'm, I'm okay. I got to go because I got to go dye my grays. <laughs> All right. Well, it was great talking to Houston today. Or oh, not Houston. Everybody. All, everybody. All There's the teams. Two people from India. You need to get on your fucking people, bitch. Okay, on it. Two people. Two people. They like the white people better. It's all you. No. What? Oh, well. That's for another conversation. Whatever. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so can you handle the tip? The tip. The tip. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or message us at Give Me the Tip Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We want to hear from you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. We can take it all. Listen every Thursday to enjoy the train wreck. <laughs>